the upholder, the questioner, the obliger, and the rebel. Each of these personality profiles that can help explain how you handle situations or how you can better deal with others. Basically, how you can live a better life once you know your personality. Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf, and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week, we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another quick burst of information and inspiration to help you along your journey. And don't we all love a little extra insight, that boost of knowledge, lessons and values that could help us and improve our lives even in the slightest little way? I get such a high out of listening to others' wisdom and watching others live their lives or raise their children or create a business. I'm like one of those people in the park who love to people watch and not like a creep. I'm not one of those creepy people. Um, I'm not looking for anything other than curiosity and I'm always open to learning and how I can understand other people's success as well as their struggles and their failures. When I was younger, I used to have sleepovers with my friends. I would stay over at their house and I can remember always waking up really early and hanging out with their moms and I know I lost my mom when I was younger so it likely has something to do with that but I also remember just really having a fascination of learning what they do how they do it so cooking breakfast um, little household chores I would always love to be involved and I would just hang out with the moms until all the other girls would wake up so clearly from a young age I really loved just learning and soaking it all in Um, I was recently watching this TV show, and I'm almost a little bit embarrassed to tell you what show it is, uh, but it's called The Hills. You may remember Brody Jenner. He's one of the characters. Honestly, I don't even know a lot of the characters' names, mainly because it wasn't a show that I watched when I was younger. Um, I know a lot of people my age used to watch it, but I just always thought there was too much drama in it, and I never watched it. But now there is a new and improved version of them while they're older. Um, And I was kind of interested on what was going on in the show and what it would be about. So I tuned in. And yes, it definitely is still filled with a lot of drama. Um, But I'm weirdly fascinated with it because I'm looking at all these people. So, okay, so a lot of the characters, what they are is they are children of famous people, majority of them, or they have a lot of money in some way, and they all live in um, Los Angeles, California, and they have all these 
crazy extravagant lives. So yes, there's drama, but there's also this other side of it now where they talk a little about how these people used to be party people. They used to love to go out, drink a lot, maybe do some drugs. Um, they fought a lot, did crazy things. Um, and now they're getting older, growing up and learning how to do things in a different way. And so there's this one guy, Spencer, he was a party guy, like I explained. He used to get into a lot of fights, it looks like. Um, but they're showing now on the show where he is using crystals, so healing crystals, to better himself, to create a more positive energy and vibe in his life. Um, there's even a scene where he's having a session with an energy healer, something that I've never even done before. But it's really cool seeing a male, somebody who used to have a lot of maybe negative energy and a lot of issues in his life, where he recognized, he recognized that he needed to do something about it. And so he got into these crystals and he's actually selling them now. So he's created this multi-million dollar business, um, selling them with his wife and created this beautiful lifestyle and figuring a way how to deal with his stress and his intense emotions in a more positive way. Um, there's another character on the show and his name is Brandon Thomas Lee. He's the son of Pamela Anderson from Baywatch. And so you can just imagine he had a childhood growing up and being surrounded by a lot of crazy things, drugs, alcohol, partying. And yet now here he is, a young man who's sober. He has learned that drugs and alcohol don't serve him well, and so he chooses not to do them. And he is the one helping mend a lot of the other relationships on the show and calming the group down. Now, I know that it's just a reality show. I know that they're just characters, and a lot of it could be fake. Um, but I genuinely love watching how these humans, most of them, these spoiled brats they were when they were children, how they are growing up and becoming better humans. They have found some great skills and some techniques to live life in a more positive way. Now, on the other hand, they could have all gone in the other direction, not just movie stars, but humans in general have times in our lives where things are hard and you get caught up in the wrong group of friends or maybe you have some unhealthy habits like drinking too much or addicted to drugs and someone can tell you to stop or to make better decisions but in the end, you're the boss of your own body and you're going to do what you want to do. This is why I find it so important to be curious and to learn healthy coping skills now so that when we find ourselves in these challenging seasons, that we will be able to get ourselves out of the mess and to continue to move forward in a healthy way. I've been on this journey of bettering myself for a few years now. Not that I was a drug addict or making like completely terrible decisions, but of course I'm not perfect. No one really is. So bettering myself is something that I think I'll always be working at. I shared a post on my Instagram this week about procrastination, something that I have been working on for myself, and it's a constant struggle. By the way, if you guys want to see that post or if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, please be sure to do so and you can find me at Move Life and so that's Move with a U. So anyways, I was talking about this book 
that I read a few years ago called The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin, who, by the way, is definitely on my list of guests who I would love to have on the show. So I will definitely keep working at that. She's amazing. But she's created up this or she's thought up this theory that there are four types of personalities, the upholder, the questioner, the obliger, and the rebel. Each of these personality profiles that can help explain how you handle situations or how you can better deal with others. Basically, how you can live a better life once you know your personality, but also once you know other people's personalities. So I'm just going to explain each of these tendencies just in brief so that you can all understand a little bit about where I'm coming from. So this explains how you deal with external expectations like work deadlines and how you deal with internal expectations like personal goals and New Year's resolutions. First up, the upholder. This is someone who wants to know what needs to be done. They respond best to both outer and inner expectations. These people are very rigid type of personalities, but they find it easy to meet deadlines from both work as well as from their own personal goals. This group is very likely to get things done on time. Next, you have the obliger. This is someone who works well with external expectations, but has trouble with the inner expectations. So this person will will be great to be a part of a team or a group. They will get things done when they have a deadline um, from work because it's an outer expectation and they're counting on or other people are counting on them. However, they are less likely to complete their own personal goals, like say a New Year's resolution. Next, you have the questioner. This is someone who needs a reason or needs to make sense of the reason of why they need to do something and then they will obey and complete the complete it with ease. So this is a man who, let's say his wife asked him to bring home some milk, but he didn't, she didn't tell him why she needed the extra milk. And he actually thought they already had milk in the fridge. So he didn't stop. He didn't make the stop on the way home. He came home empty handed and the wife actually needed it for a special recipe that she was making and she was going to run out of the, the milk that she had already in the fridge. So if she would have told him those reasons, then there's no way he would have come home empty handed. So he needs to have a reason, an answer to his question of why it needs to be done. I actually have a client who is like this. And so I need to explain to him why we're doing the exercises, how it's going to help him. And by doing so, he will always do the exercises. Without question, he does the exercise. I guess with question because he's a questioner. But once he knows it, then he always does it. Last but certainly not least is the rebel. And I am 100 hundred percent a rebel someone who resists both inner and outer expectations alike they want to do what they want to do when they want to do it we like freedom and choice and we have troubles following rules Often, if you tell me to do something, I am more likely to do the opposite, even if I know that what you've asked of me is the right thing to do. They say that this is the hardest personality to manage because it's a struggle to be motivated. However, what I've learned is that if you tell me the positive reasons of why I should do something, then I'm likely more apt to do that. So for instance, if you explain to me that eating healthy will lower my chances of getting cancer, 
then I'm likely to eat very healthy. Now, I might need a little reminder from time to time, but it's a positive way that I have learned to deal with being a rebel. I'm always reminding myself of the benefits of what I want to accomplish. So knowing these four tendencies has taught me a lot about who I am and how I can deal with my procrastination, as well as how I can deal with the ones that I love and how to speak to them in the way that they need it. I think about when I have children, if I know their personality, then I'll be able to speak to them in a way that they need to accomplish things. All in all, I know this will make our lives easier and limit stress and fighting because I'm going to better understand what they need in order to get things done like household chores or homework. As much as I love being a rebel and I love that others' opinions don't really bother me, it is really challenging getting things done when I don't feel that I need to live up to anyone's expectations, including myself. Anyways, all in all, I am so happy to have read the book and that I am continuing to find ways to improve and to understand how my mind works and why I do certain things. Even understanding more about being a rebel has helped me realize that I'm not crazy. I used to think that I was a brat because I never wanted to make plans for anything. I didn't want to have too many things in my schedule because it makes me feel as rebel. It makes me feel overwhelmed and trapped. But now that I know that I can identify the feeling and I can work with it. I can talk to myself about understanding if um, a certain thing is because I really don't want to do it. If I'm resisting it, is it because I really don't want to do it? Or is it just the rebel in me being like, you know, I don't want to feel trapped. I don't want to have to put this in my schedule. My boyfriend is actually also a rebel. So that's really fun because (laughs) we both have had to learn how to talk to each other in a way that we need it so that we don't resist each other. And of course, I can get him to do things for me that in the past he would have pushed back. So I've really learned how to talk to him accordingly in order to um, accomplish things, really. So I mentioned I am working on my procrastination skills lately. It's a constant battle, but with my self-development, I am finding ways to deal with it and to improve it. Another thing I've been working on lately is staying calm. When I can't get what I want, and when I want it. So I have this issue when it comes to dealing with businesses and people that I'm trying to maybe sign up for a course or call through to Rogers um, or if I have a car issue, I can lose my patience very quickly um, and I get really worked up and I feel like most of my life is really pretty chill and goes pretty smoothly. But when I'm dealing with customer service, It really bothers me when I can't get the service that I feel is appropriate. And so I've been finding ways on how to deal with that and to better myself in these types of situations. One way that I've been working with it is that I will actually prep myself ahead of time. So for instance, this morning I was signing my boyfriend's daughter up for dance class and registration opens up at 7 a.m. And so I drive to the location because it says online that there is no registration online for this specific place. But then I get to the location and it's under construction. So I try to call and to get into the registration area for details. Um, 
But then I can't get through and it takes over 90 minutes for me to get through over the phone to speak to somebody so that I can get the information needed in order to be able to sign up online. So normally I would be extremely irritated. I would likely have a temper and it would be building and building and building. But I had prepped myself ahead of time that it would likely be a challenging thing um, and that it would likely take up a large portion of my morning. And so just knowing that and planning for it allowed me to be more understanding when I was right and when it was actually happening. And so I just laughed about it. I stayed calm. I got a few emails written while I was waiting online or on the phone for that person to come through. And I just realized that there was nothing else that I could do and I wasn't going to give up. I was going to wait until I actually got through, until I actually signed her up for that class. And I know this is a general skill that most of us have to deal with. But I'm just being honest that this is something that is challenging for me. I can get very frustrated when things don't go according to my timeline. And so learning how to deal with that in a more respectful manner is all that I'm looking for. And I know, honestly, that it will only get better in time now that I've recognized it and now that I'm actually dealing with it and learning how to cope with that. So this all comes back to paying attention to your strengths and your weaknesses and choosing to better yourself where needed. I personally love to better myself as well as watching others and helping others work on themselves, which is why I am a wellness coach and which is why I have started this tribe to help all my warriors listening and following to better themselves. Don't we all just want to be the best versions of ourselves? I want you to... Imagine yourself in a place of being your best self, whatever that may look like, whether it's being healthier, stronger, more confident, braver, wealthier, whatever you want to be, you can be. And I want you to close your eyes. So if you can, if you're driving or if you're running, please just keep your eyes on the road. But wherever you are, I want you to think about who you want to be. And what you want to feel like to be that person. What would it feel like? Put yourself in the position of already being that person. Already having the confidence and the body and the health and the lifestyle that you want for yourself. And maybe you already have that. Maybe you're already 100% confident with who you are. But likely... You have something that you would be happy to work on or something or some way that you would like to better yourself. Perhaps it's being happy, moving on after losing somebody that you love. But whatever that person looks like and how they feel, I want you to pretend you're in her or him. And then I want you to think about what you could be doing to get to that person. And I know it's scary and I know that it can be hard. But wouldn't it be amazing to be that person that you're thinking about? Wouldn't it be worth the fear, worth the hard work? I think so, which is why I am doing everything in my power to level up, to show up for myself and to create her. She is a warrior. She is fierce. She is strong, confident. She is a rebel ready to take on any challenge that may come her way. And if you would like to join me and if you would like to be a part of my movement program where I am helping others live the warrior life that they are longing for, I am here for you and I am taking on a few new clients this fall, which 
which I am super excited about, to continue to help you, to continue to help yourself. We will find the tools that you need to create that person, that warrior that you know you can be. So check out the application form on my website, movelife.com, or you can find the link here in the show notes. Or you can actually also even just email me or DM me. I always am happy to answer any questions and to get chatting about the program with any of you who are curious about it or who are interested in being a part of the program. Okay, so I am going to sign off and I've got a workout to get to, but I want to just thank all of you for joining me on this journey and for choosing to better yourselves. Please keep shining your light and moving forward. Bye guys and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.